Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for about 13 minutes or so. Short time, but that keeps us in God's Word. It keeps us focused on our relationship with God, and it helps us to have a better, more spiritual mindset to be able to deal with life every day. But it also helps us to stay strong and even grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So you see, it's crucial that we stay in God's word on a regular, consistent basis. Now, what about people in your life? You know some, probably some within your own family, in fact, who need to get into God's word. They need to grow in their faith. They need to start thinking seriously about their soul and about salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means as well. But share with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, literally with everybody you can. Every day, share these lessons. Help people get into God's word. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to start a new line of thought and study. And as I like to do, I like to ask questions as we kind of a, a basic theme of a, of a line of thought and study that we go through here on today's Bible class. Are you a member of the Lord's Church? Do you think church membership is important? Do you think church membership is essential to your salvation? You see, a whole lot of people would say, well, they'd hesitate. And they might eventually come around and say something like, yeah, I don't think it's really that important. And if you would ask, well, is it essential for your salvation? They'd probably say, I don't really think so. Well, if you look at statistics Uh, Church membership has probably fallen on somewhat hard times. Now, it's not necessarily that we have such a huge new percentage of atheists out there in our country and in our culture, although I think that number is growing, but it's just that complacency has become so more pronounced than it ever has been before, probably, in our lifetimes at least. Well, complacency. Is church membership necessary? Most people would, at least by their lifestyles, they would answer no, because they're not really members of any church, or even if they would say, well, yeah, I belong to such and such church, they hardly ever attend, if ever, and they hardly ever even open up a Bible, let alone study from it on any kind of a consistent basis. Here's a verse of scripture, and this verse of scripture ought to cause everybody who struggles with the thought, well, is it really necessary to be a member of a church? Is church membership really necessary for my salvation? This one verse of scripture, and we're going to look at others, but this, this one alone ought to just cause them to stop dead in their tracks and in their thinking and open up their eyes and ultimately convince them the answer is yes. I need to be a member of the Lord's church in order to be saved. 
That one verse is Acts chapter 2 in verse 47. And it talks about the church in its early days of existence. But because it was just in its early days of existence does not change the fact that is brought out there. Because the fact that is brought out in that verse applies to our existence throughout the centuries and until the Lord comes again on the final day of judgment. Acts 2 and verse 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. That's the fact. The Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Now, who, where, did, where were the church, where, where were those who were coming to salvation? Where were, there being, where were they being added to? The Lord's church. Who was doing the adding of them to his church? The Lord himself. You see the personal attention that the Lord and Savior gave to the matter of where should a person coming into a state of salvation through him where should they be identified or where should their identity take place? He personally added them to his church. Statistically, it might tell us that fewer members today or fewer people today are members of any church than, in, than has been the case in a number of generations past. But nonetheless, God has not lost interest in the church. I've said many times in teaching about faithfulness to God and dedication to God, the devil is in the opposite corner. He wants to draw us away from God. But he does not have to make us into atheists. All he has to do is lure us into unfaithfulness to God, into a lack of dedication on a consistent basis. He just has to lead us into sin, and he's got us. We don't have to stand up and pronounce our disbelief in God. That's not necessary. The devil would not be very successful if that was the ultimate goal that he had in leading people into eternal condemnation in hell. Because most people would not come to that conclusion or make that statement. All he has to do is get us to be unfaithful to God on a consistent basis, to be guilty of sin and not repent of it and, seeking, and seek God's forgiveness. God is where, I'm sorry, the church is where God waits to bless his people with all the spiritual blessing and blessings in the heavenly places. What did the Apostle Paul write? In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, he talked about where the spiritual blessings are for mankind, every individual human being who wants to take part in those spiritual blessings. He said, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, in Christ. All the spiritual blessings that God offers mankind are to be found in 
Christ. Now, the Bible teaches that church membership is essential to being in Christ. It does not teach that membership in some denomination is essential or even acceptable, but we need to be in the Lord's church. Before you kind of just toss out those thoughts, we need to stop and, and think about this whole subject in a deeper way. We need to peel the layers of the onion back, so to speak, and think about particular points brought out in Scripture. Salvation. Now, where is salvation again? In the Lord's church. Acts 2 and verse 47. The Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Do you think that ended at some point in time? That the Lord stopped adding those who were coming to salvation to his church? Of course not. Why would anybody think that? So salvation is tied to church membership. And the Lord putting us into his church as members thereof. Now, if you just want to boil it down in a very succinct way, in the church is where the saved are because the Lord puts them there. And so anybody who is truly saved is in the church. And those who say, well, I don't need the church, then you're not saying you need to be in a saved condition because the Lord automatically puts all who come to salvation in the church. Again, Acts 2 and verse 47. Now, some people, and I'm afraid that this particular mindset has become very widespread. A lot of people think, all I have to do is just believe in God, believe in Jesus, and live a quote-unquote good life. Well, remember that rich young man who came to Jesus and said, good master, what good thing must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus responded first and said, why do you call me good? For one is good, that is God. What is your definition of goodness? Do you think you can be good in God's eyes while being separated from the body of the saved, which is the church? If you're not in the church, then you're not in that saved state because the Lord himself adds all those who come to salvation to his church. Now, I know I'm emphasizing this and repeating it, but I'm doing that purposely for the sake of effect. All of the truly saved are added to the Lord's church. And so those who are not in his church are not among the saved. See, that's simply logical reasoning from an inverse perspective. And that not only holds water, that just points out the fact of the matter. I want us to, next time, consider a man who, from a human perspective, was a good moral man, but he was not saved. That man was Cornelius.
Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you for, well, for loving us so much and making the way for us to be able to walk with you and look forward to a home with you in heaven forever. We thank you, Father, for sending your Son to establish his church upon this earth so that we could be a part of that body of saved, where into he adds all who come to salvation in him. Help us to open our understanding to realize that we need the church. And in the church is where all of the saved have been added. Help us with this, Father. Help everyone all across the land to come to this understanding and realization. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.